0: Sleep is the golden chain that ties health and our bodies together. That's a quote from Thomas Decker, and I could not agree more. Other than, you know, nutrition and exercise, uh, sleep is kind of important. And without good quality sleep, all of the rest of those things are kind of null and void. So I'm excited to dive into this week's episode. So grab that Jappa and enjoy. Welcome to the Spiritual Shift Worker Podcast. I'm Lianne, and I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. This podcast is here to inspire you, but more importantly, to provide you with the tools you may need in order to make a shift in any area of your life. Whether it's a small shift or a big shift, I will be sharing real-life stories from incredible humans who have done both. And of course, as a shift worker, we will navigate all the ups and downs of working shifts, from nutrition to to learning how to ditch the overwhelm, to creating more time to do the things that light you up. So grab that java, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome back, beautiful souls. We have another episode of the Spiritual Shiftworker Podcast. I'm Lyanne, and I'm so grateful that you're here today. Okay. So this week's episode is going to be on a topic that is something that as a shift worker, personally, I've struggled with like, well, you know, for 20 some years. But I know that there are a lot of people, I don't know the percentage, it's something insane uh, of people who struggle with sleep. Okay? We talk so much as shift workers that sleep is like this, you know, thing that we see up on a pedestal that we can't ever quite grasp, right? When you're working nights and then you try to sleep during the day and then you can't flip on the switch on your days off. Like it's just sleep is a huge, huge thing. Not just for shift workers. Although I true, honestly do feel that it's obviously a little bit more difficult. And over the last probably couple of weeks, I have been struggling with uh, getting some good quality sleep, not just good quality, but the quantity that I personally need. And so we talk so much about morning routines. Um, and if you haven't listened to episode number eight, uh, go back and take a listen to that because I talk about whether you need a morning routine and how that works specifically for shift workers. But here's the thing. I find that an evening or an end of day routine is actually maybe a little bit more important than a morning or when you get up routine. And this is why. Um, So often we hear that saying, you know, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And it's so true, right? Like every day builds on the next. And so when you can go to bed at night or at the end of your shift and have everything like that stress released, Um, The to do list is not on your mind. You're going to wake up and you're going to be able to start in fresh momentum, right? You start fresh, it's a clean slate. And when you can go to bed at night, being a little bit more organized, less stress, you're more apt to have a really, really good sleep. And so, I've got three habits that I'm going to talk about today that you really are going to want to incorporate into your evening routine, your end of day routine, your end of shift routine in regards to sleep. So this past week for me personally has week and a half has been a bit of a gong show. (laughs) And the one thing that has suffered the most has been my sleep. And so let's just put it right out there, like right off the start though. It is so easy to blame external events, right? Uh, on why I didn't get to bed early or why I had a crappy sleep. But in all reality, I could have made better choices, right? We all can make better choices when it comes to nutrition, health, wellness, all of that. And so I know for me, sleep is a trigger for so many other things on how I live my day-to-day. And like I said, sleep is the one thing that so many people are lacking right now in our culture and for so many reasons, right? Our society is 24-7. We're connected to everything and anything and everyone. And so for many, when stress and overwhelm hits, sleep as well is usually the first thing to go, right? Either quantity, quality, or most likely both which it was for me. Um, And I know that when I don't get enough sleep, and if there's anyone out there who's listening, who knows me at all, who's worked with me, you will know that it is just not a good thing, right? Like it's something that my body needs. And as with everything, I will harp on this all day long, is that uh, self-awareness it's it's the very very first very first thing and that when you are aware of your you know your attitude your mood your self sabotage your blaming things on other people all of the frustrations it all comes back to self awareness if you're not aware that you're doing these things and what the root problem is how can you ever make a shift right So I think innately as humans, we all know that sleep is important. But like I said, there's so much going on in our society that, you know, it's easy to numb out in front of the TV for a couple hours and then go to bed. Or it's easy to drink a little bit too much and then have a really crappy sleep because we use those other, I'm saying tools in quotes, to numb ourselves out from the real root problem. So sleep affects every part of our process of every part of our body, right? How it processes food, how it absorbs food. Therefore it affects our weight. We need that time. Our body needs time to rest and recover. And our body naturally detox detoxifies itself, you know, at a specific hour and in, in specific parts of our sleep cycle. In order for us to feel better, to look better. Um, I am in the process of taking a sleep certification in where it really teaches you what our body does when we're asleep. And that's why as shift workers, when we're awake, when our body is supposed to be doing all that detoxification and that rest and recovery, it really has so many other health effects um, and health issues that can come up if we don't Really take care of ourselves, and so for me personally, um, that is one thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks. And you gotta remember, like I eat really healthy as best I can. Um, I work out. I walk. I try to get as much vitamin D and sunshine as I possibly can. But the one thing that I noticed over the last couple of weeks was that my sleep was lacking. I was maybe only getting six or seven hours a night. Whether that was from my shifts and getting home and then being back up in the morning uh, to get the kids ready for school, or that I was just, you know, rather than going to bed um, and making the choice as an adult to go to bed at, like, let's say, 9 o'clock, um, yes. And you may say, oh, my God, 9 o'clock, that's ridiculously early. No, you know, when you do the, do the math and realize that I'm going to get up at 5 or 6, it's a good solid eight hours. But it's like, I knew that even though I was working out, even though I was eating really well and staying on my macros, I felt just sluggish. And I felt just like, I wasn't liking what I saw in the mirror. And then this is what happened. Everything sort of the mind took over in, oh my God, what are you doing? You look terrible. Like all these ridiculous thoughts that our mind does, right? The self-sabotage. And then I was like being cranky. No, okay, I'm going to re- rephrase that. I was, I was being a bitch to myself and I was, people around me, I mean, not at work, but obviously the people in my house that uh, I live with, they probably saw it and, you know, but then I have less patience with the kids. I have less patience with my husband, and I know for me personally, all of that behavior stemmed from not getting enough sleep. So I don't know if that resonates with you, um, but <laughs> if it does, I would love for you to reach out and 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 just you know, just think about how your actions and your behavior what you can bring it back to, right? Because again, if we're not self-aware of how we're acting and then being able to look back and figure out what's the cause of that, how can we move forward and find the solution, right? If we continue to dwell on the problem, the problem will continue to grow. But once you're aware of the problem, then you have better ch- options and better, you're, you're able to make better choices towards the solution. So three habits. And I mean, if you, if you have issues with sleep, I'm sure you've Googled the, what can I do? Or what's a good bedtime routine? And there's all the basic ones, which I'm not going to go into, but there's like, okay, let's talk about not caffeine, no alcohol, no, you know, crazy exercise before bed, all those things that raise our heart rate, get our body temperature up, All those things aren't going to help, right? Because it takes your body uh, a lot longer to come into the proper temperature in order to have a restful sleep. Of course, you know, a good sleep room, good bedroom is so important, good blackout blinds so that your body knows, okay, it's time to sleep now. It's time for rest. It's now time for recovery. And so if you're a shift worker who's trying to sleep during the day without proper blinds or in a good room, I highly suggest, I highly suggest that you look into some really good blackout blinds or um, some other type of room darkening apparatus, okay, because our bodies need that. So it's not just about not watching TV and not having the best blackout blinds, right? Those are absolutely important. But these three habits are going to go a long way with not only to improve your sleep, but to set you up for success when you do wake up, okay? Um, and like I said, like the last couple of weeks, I take full responsibility for my actions in that I know I got behind on a few things and then I got less sleep than I required and it all just sort of started, the momentum started to roll in a direction that I really didn't want it to, Um so the first thing, the first habit, and this is something that is, I've been doing for a very long time and that's pre-planning the night before. Um, especially when I work day shift, I have everything meal prepped. I mean, meal prep is a whole other podcast episode, but meal prepping, making sure my lunch is fully done, right? I don't want to be getting up and having to rush uh, at five, five thirty in the morning. So pre-planning, meals. I make the kids lunches. And on day shift, I set out my clothes. It's, you know, it's a pretty easy thing to do. It takes a couple minutes to decide what you're going to wear, but it's one less step. Maybe you work out in the morning, so have all your workout clothes ready to go. But pre-planning the night before also takes the thought process out of it in the morning, right? Okay, you thought about it at night, you wrote it down, you planned out things, And you've let go of that during your sleep so that when you wake up, it's all set to go. It's not something now you're like, oh, you don't need to stop and think, what do I need to do this morning? It's already done, right? And so that that gives you time to maybe journal for a couple minutes or maybe you do your meditation, right? If you can pre-plan the other tasks, it frees up the time to do something that's going to be really, really important to you. Maybe it's 10 minutes of yoga 10 minutes of journaling, meditation. So that's the first thing, right? And um, when we talk about determining what those things are, like that you want to get done in the morning that are more self-care issues or self-care tasks, go back um, to episode 14, I believe it is, when it talks. I talk about values and priorities because that's going to help you determine what it is that you need to do first right we talked about how to be consistent and when you can determine your make your values your priorities that changes everything so that's the first one is pre-planning the second one this is a no-brainer and i'm sure you know you've heard it, it it rolls into that whole no tv um sort of no screens but uh a meditation practice or a relaxation practice or stretching for 10 minutes, some type of yoga before bed, right? Maybe even half an hour before your head hits the pillow is going to get your body sort of like, it's just going to tell your body, okay, it's time for sleep, right? It's time to slow down. And yoga nidra is a deep relaxation meditation practice. Now, It does usually vary on the longer form, like maybe 30 to 40 minutes, but it is hugely, hugely helpful. You could do that maybe even just once a week, adding that in to your, your evening routine, and that's going to set yourself up for success as well. So you can find, um, a yoga, yoga nidro in the show notes. I'll put that in for you if you want to try one of those out. Um, Or simply just laying down in Shavasana. That is a yoga pose, right? But it's just laying down on the floor and you're just totally relaxed, right? You're just letting your body fall into its natural position and paying attention to your breathing for just a few minutes. Because then what you can do is you can slow your breathing, focus on that, let go of the TV, and you're going to be able to then crawl into bed in a better state of mind. Now, the third one is something probably nobody really talks about that I've seen. And it really goes into everything that I talk about, right? Is being intentional with your time, being an intentional with your day. How do you see your day playing out? Because when you can visualize and have an intention behind it, it's more apt to go the way that you want it to go. And so the habit number three, and you can actually do this like probably as soon as you get into bed or you can do this as part of your relaxation uh, practice, which therefore makes it a two in one, but like really visualize, you know, getting into bed and having a really good night's sleep. Visualize yourself waking up in the morning, feeling rested, feeling energized, you know, and feeling your best. Because again, like I said, intention, visualization, When you have those practices built into every area of your life, it's more apt to turn out. Your life is more apt to turn out the way that you visualize it. So those may be three habits that you've heard of. Maybe you incorporate a couple of those already. Maybe you've never heard of these. So uh, again, so one is pre-planning, right? You set yourself up for success. Do something today that your future self will thank you for. That is the first one. The second one, it's a no brainer. You've heard it before. And if not, I'm glad that you're listening to this episode this week because an end of day routine is so important. Like being able to relax, turn off the TV, put down the phone. Yes, that's all important. Spending some time in your own energy. You know, like I said, do a 10 minute meditation or even just lying in Shavasana, which is just simply lying on the floor for 10 minutes and focusing on your breath, that puts your body into, triggers your body into knowing that it's time for rest and relaxation. And then finally, oh my gosh, it is, it's a game changer when you can say, okay, I'm going to get into bed and this is going to be the best sleep and I'm gonna wake up feeling so good, and I'm gonna wake up feeling energized, and I'm gonna wake up with the intention to be able to do the things that are going to make my day better. It's a cycle, right? It's a constant, it's that loop that never ends because when you can get into that routine, it flows of every day you go to bed with an intention to wake up, and in the morning when you wake up, you have the intention for a great day, and when you have a great day, you're more apt to take care of yourself throughout the day, and as you head back to bed, whatever time of the day that might be. So those are three little habits that I would love for you to try to incorporate uh, into your end of day routine. Um, And like I said, go back and listen to, I think it was episode eight, uh, as far as a morning routine goes, because that's a whole other conversation. Because when we can rest, get ourselves rested, and we're able to have our body repaired and ready to go, you're going to have a better morning routine, right? You see how it works? So let me know if you are going to, or if you already do, maybe these are already three habits that you already incorporate. I would love to know. So I would love for you to share this episode with a friend or someone who maybe needs a little bit extra help at the end of their day. But let me know if you incorporate any of these if you're going to give them a try. And uh, we will be back next week with a really amazing episode of the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with someone who you think would love it too. And a five-star review helps get the Spiritual Shipworker Podcast out to those that need it most. I can't wait to connect with you online, so make sure you follow me on Facebook at The Spiritual Shift Worker and on Instagram at Lianne It's time to enjoy the shift, one breath at a time.